You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 4-1 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to Corporate Multiplayer Live, the official 4-1 Game Zone podcast. And yes, my voice still sucks if you've listened to the wrestling podcast from a couple days ago. Uh, trying to get better, but, and it'll happen one of these days, hopefully. Uh, joining me today is Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, it's, uh, been a little bit. Anything, uh, going on with you? Playing a lot of games. Well, I have been doing the exact opposite, so... Why not talk about those games that you've been playing? Uh, I got Homeworld, Deserts of... I want to say Karak. Yep. That's... Uh, sure. Uh, I got that for review and I finished it. Um, I got Rise of the Tomb Raider for PC. Um, I got Lego Adventures for PC. And I've still been playing some Fallout 4. Now, you bought Lego Avengers, correct? Yep, for a full $12. How the hell did that happen? Uh, like a CDG website. Oh, uh, okay. No way am I paying $40 for that game. <laughs> so it's, I take that it's not that good then? Uh, it's, I haven't played that much, but I only got to the second level. Uh, there are two big problems with it that I've noticed so far. Actually, three. Uh, the first is when you started up initially, it tries to like load in, into some server or check some like s- status or something that always fails, mm-hmm. and then it presents you with a big ad to like buy the season pass, and that's gross. It's, it's wow. really gross actually. Um, now, that, now that's the uh, Civil War and uh, it's like Avengers and, thing, right? Yeah, I don't know what game like. The first level was, like, the opening scene from Age of Ultron, and then it did, like, a weird flashback to, like, the first scene from, like, the first Avengers film, where it was, like, uh, Loki is infiltrating, like, that field base, and I'm just like, oh, okay. this is very disjointed. Yeah, why not just, I mean, I can kind of understand going with the new movie first, because the kids... It's more likely they would have seen the new newer movie for uh, four. Yeah, but well, I could see them just doing like what they did with like Lego Jurassic World, just have each movie be like a separate hub or separate, you know, game. Yeah, that would have made more sense. Um, the second problem is the voice acting still voice acting sucks in this one. Uh, in the first Lego like Marvel game, they just had like original voice acting for all of it, so it sounded fine. And in this one, they did, like, the what they've done for the past few movie games, where they had, like, interspliced movie game, movie footage, like, vo- audio footage with, like, their own voice actors, and that does not work. They need to stop doing that. So, for people that don't understand that... Like, you'll hear, a, you'll hear a line, like, uh, Tony Stark saying, like, I'll, I'm going to get you or something from the movie. 
and then it'll fly, like that's like happens in a cutscene, and then it'll, like in the game in the actual gameplay, you'll hear a different voice actor for Tony Stark, Cassandra like trying to do that voice. Uh, okay. It's yeah, like, I can no, see how that's annoying. Just use original voice actors. Like, if you're going to use sound alikes, just make them sound, like, have it be the whole thing. Just go get the ones from the animated stuff. Sure. They would probably work for, like, nothing. I mean, why not? I just, I don't understand. Like, just go get the ones from the animated shows and just use them. Just... I mean... They probably actually do. I haven't checked the voice cast. I'm gonna do that right now. But I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me because I mean, they'll probably work for nothing. Or do they sound close enough? Or uh, not really. Like they have a like they did re- they recorded for a few people. Uh, like they got Haley Atwell, Atwell, Clark Gregg, and I think Kobe Smother. Uh, Whatever her name is. Okay, so the three that Mulder. were the easiest to get. Yeah, essentially. And then for everyone else, it's like some weird sound alike that you can obviously tell. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> and the third problem is, is they kind of dumped, they kind of made the combat a little too challenging. I guess people complain too much that it's too. You know. Yeah, I mean it was, but that was kind of the fun of it when you're just playing as Iron Man and blasting everyone. I mean. So why is it? In the old games, you could just kind of keep wailing on X and it would destroy everything, and now you have to like there are prompts to press B on every enemy to like do some like kill animation that just takes too long. That seems rather unnecessary. Yep, it is. But you could say the same thing about the entire game, so. Well, yeah, I mean, you already have a Marvel superhero game. They could have just released that as a big DLC pack or something. That was a lot. That is, by most accounts, a lot better than this one so far. As, yeah, the reviews haven't been too kind. The looks of it. Yeah, I mean, the formula... It's just wearing thin. It's war- it, They've released more of these games than, like, Assassin's Creed, which is kind of scary. Well, it's like every big movie franchise now, instead of having their own... Uh, what's it called? Their own uh, movie game, they have a, their own Lego yeah. game instead. Which is kind of lazy. <laughs> but, I mean, if Lego's making money off of it, I guess, why not? Well, it's doubly weird for this game because it's it's a competitor. It's a competing like owner is doing it. Like Warner Brothers owns Telltale and like the Lego franchise. Yeah, so, that's weird. That's weird to me. Like for this DC, or for that uh, what is it called? Lego Dimensions game. You don't see any X Men or Marvel characters popping up in that one. <laughs> No, but I think that's a bit different because, like, Disney, yeah. (laughs) Uh, what else? And Homeworld's cool, and Tomb Raider's fun. Well, so, so how is, uh, Tomb Raider? 
Uh, it runs a little slow on my PC. Uh, but it's a lot like the first one, or the first reboot one. You can craft and like, craft stuff on the fly now, which is kind of nice. And, yeah, it's a lot the same. Hunting's a lot bigger, more prevalent on this one, which is actually kind of useful. Because in the first game, you hunted that one deer, and that was it. Oh, okay, so... And it's, some... Oh, it's gone. So it's not... Okay, so there's more hunting? Yeah. Is that good or bad? Uh, I think it's good, because it kind of gives you something else to do. Like, you can hunt deer, wolves, uh, birds, like rabbits. Um, and then you can craft stuff. Like, you use animal skins to craft, uh, like, pouches or quivers. Like, kind of like Far Cry. Oh, okay. Um, and then you can you can buy all you, you gain like level points and you can put them into skills and there's a good black market guy you can buy stuff from also. Um, yeah, it's good. It I'm still kind of worried out by some of the like logical inconsistency in the game. How is it inconsistent? Like I I got the bow. And it was like, all right, go hunt stuff for a while. And I was like, all right, fine. And then these guys, like a few soldiers, invaded this valley I was in. And it's like, okay, go kill them. And I have a bow. I'm like, all right, so I killed them. Meanwhile, they all have guns. And I'm just like, why can't I pick up one of their guns and use that? (laughs) Like, does the gun disappear randomly? Like, when I kill them? (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. They're all, all, like, packing assault rifles. And I, I got a bow and arrow. And I still kill them, but I was like, I can't use their gun now. Also on PC, the game is kind of glitchy, I've noticed so far. Well, I mean, maybe they could patch that or something if it's a big issue. Like, yeah, like one of the, I, there are side missions in this game, which is actually kind of nice. You get little upgrades from that. But one of the side missions was like, go over to this cave and rescue these people and come back here. And I was like, fine. And I rescued the people, and I came back to the guy, and he would not activate for me. The indicator was, like, glowing on him to go talk to him, but he would not talk, and I had to restart the game for it. Nice. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's a minor, it's minor but it's something you notice. Yeah, I mean, that ever, uh, when, you know, if you have to restart the game, that's that's not a good thing. But alright, so... Um, oh, and Homeworld's, yeah. like, I give it an 8.5. That will be going up shortly. <laughs> awesome. Well, there you go. You need to go check out Homeworld Tessence of Karak. Then. It's a surprisingly good game coming from that from that publisher. <laughs> so it's like a strategy game, right? Or Yeah, it's, uh, like, it's an RTS. But you have, like, one big base that you kind of roll around with. Oh. That's fun. Yeah. Well, and it's a, lot, it's a lot slower than most RTS games also. Yeah, so you can adjust better to it and stuff. It's not like, oh my god, this, all the stuff's happening at once. Yeah, it's not like StarCraft at all. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so I guess we should start with the PlayStation Plus and Xbox Games for Gold. Games that will be available in February... 
in the games for Goldfront, you can get Hand of Fate and Sticks Master of Shadows, which I think that's the second time Sticks Master of Shadows has been free uh, for Xbox One, if I'm not mistaken. They're just uh, giving it away. Uh, I remember Hand of Fate being okay. Yeah, it's it's fine. Uh, Sacred Citadel is okay. Um, it's a beat 'em up. And Gears of War 2 is also there for the 360. That's the um, one Gears of War I have not finished. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you didn't, you know, if you never got to play any of the Gears of War games, I guess you can get number two for free. Um, you can also get the other ones really, really cheap if you go to a GameStop. They're like a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one through three, I think, and then... You can probably get one for like fifty cents if you look if you looked around. <laughs> yeah, and then number three, I think is like five bucks. And Judgment's the one that'll cost a little bit of money, but hopefully you got it for free when it was free. I don't, I don't, I think maybe a year ago. It's also the bad one. <laughs> yeah, it's also the bad one. Yes. Uh, PlayStation Plus, Helldivers, which is a really good game, but it's hard. And Nom Nom Galaxy for the PS4. Uh, Persona 4 Ultimax, uh, yes, now I only have to buy Persona 4 Arena. No, you don't. You can you can buy the story mode in that game. I can buy the story mode? There's actually a DLC option in Ultimax to buy the uh, Persona 4 Arena story. It's like 10 bucks. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's about like $6 cheaper than the game. And what, you, because it has all the same characters and stuff? Or? Oh, yeah. Same voice acting, so... Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, and Grid Autosport uh, will be the PS3 games. And I'm missing one Vita game, but Nova 111 is one of the Vita games. So... <laughs> Who has a Vita? <laughs> I mean, the PS3 games look pretty good, too. I mean, Grid Autosport's supposed to be pretty decent, so... Yeah, they're, bo- they're both fine. So I don't think people can complain about the lineup this month, even though I'm sure people will. Cause that's what well, they do. like at least they're at least when PS3s are actually full games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Helldivers is a really good game for getting it for free. I mean, so. So it's not on the Galaxy. Like that, that looks fun. <laughs> so, EA made some big news this week. Number one, because they apparently revealed the Microsoft Xbox One sales figures by process of elimination. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, they they kind of revealed that consoles had sold 55 million, and since Sony had already revealed that they've sold pretty much almost 36 million, that kind of leaves you to think, well, what's left? The 19 million or so that the Xbox One has sold. What about all those hot Ouya sales? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, <laughs> We're all waiting for the Ouya to still keep selling. Um, just, does this surprise you that it's that low? Uh, not really. I mean, it's I guess it's lower than I kind of expected, but I knew it was always gonna, going to be lower than the PS4. And it seems kind of scary. And, like, my, compared so to, like... So it's, like, 15 million less, pretty much. Like... I think I saw a story that was like, well, the Xbox 360 was like around this around this sales figure also. 
like around like the same time for period, but it's like yeah, I guess. But people were excited about that console, <laughs> and that was like still the leader, the dominant leader. That's not happening with the Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just the thing is. Yeah, the people that are holding out hope that you'll get a reverse of what you got last year or last time, where the Xbox One is going to all of a sudden pull in numbers and and whatever, and it's gonna do this great stuff. You know, I just don't see it. Um, I, I think it'll eventually close the gap somewhat, but it's still always going to be less. You know, the only way that happens, I think, is that, you know, the, the deal is that Sony always has stuff in their back pocket that will sell to a certain audience that will wind up buying a PS4 or even like a JR- PS4. Yeah. Like JRPGs or like yeah. weird Asian games that Xbox One is never going to get because they sell 100 Xbox One in Japan a week. Yeah, I mean, that's terrible. And just... And, and that's the thing, though, too. That that 19 million, <clears throat> about 90 percent of that is the U.S. Oh yeah. So, I mean, that's great for U.S. numbers, but that means you're not appealing to everybody else around the world. So, you know, you got to look at it that way. I, I mean, it has it'll have games down the line that will, like that platinum game as a scale bound. The scale bound, whenever that comes out. And that. Capcom game, whatever the hell that comes out also. I think that's supposed to be exclusive, but I'm not sure. Um, like, those games will appeal, but it's not going to be a system seller. Like, very few people are going to roll into a store, like, when Scalebound comes out and say, I need an Xbox One and Scalebound right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I still don't know that that's going to be one of those it's going to sell hotcakes or anything. Just no. We'll have to see. But the but Look, uh, look at Bloodborne. That did surprisingly well. Bloodborne is different, though, because it's... People, I think, have been looking for a game that was a little bit... It was Souls, but it was a bit more streamlined than Souls. I think people could get into that yeah. a little bit more than the Dark Souls well, games. Slightly more approachable. <laughs> yes. Very slightly. So, um, that being said, the other big thing that EA has been used for is that EA is sort of doing what PlayStation has done, except they're basing their event around E3 uh, about four days before E3 starts. Or I should say three, because you have the uh, press conferences the day before. Or there'll probably at least be one or two. Um, You will uh, get to go... Well, some people will get to go to the EA Play, which is basically their PlayStation Experience event. They won't have a booth at E3 because of this um, EA Play thing, where basically you'll just get to go and experience EA games and... And that kind of stuff. I mean, so if you really enjoy EA games, and they'll they'll give you a free, it's going to be free. Um, some people will get access to it on June 12th, and they're also going to have a companion event in London on June 12th too. 
Uh, this one will run June 12th to June 14th. And some people will be able to get in uh, before. Um, so, so they'll have their E3 keynote, or the one that would have been at E3, on June 12th at 1 o'clock Eastern. And then the rest of it will be so you can be on the floor and stuff. And then uh, they'll let people in before the press comes in on that Tuesday to be able to see what's on the floor and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, do you think this is really going to be uh, a big thing? Here? I mean, they're basically doing what Nintendo does, with their, like Nintendo Direct stuff. Um, I don't see the lack of a booth as a problem for EA specifically because they tend to have the same games for every damn year. Like, how many, like, no one's going to be standing in line to play the next version of Madden, especially at something like E3. Um, and for those like few people who do, hey, go to this hotel room and go play it there. Um, but none of their big games are going to be there, like Mirror's Edge 2, um, Mass Effect Get Andromeda, or whatever the hell it's called. Or well, Mirror's Edge 2 might be. I doubt it. I mean... They'll show a video. They'll show, probably show a trailer, but it's not gonna be playable at all. Well, isn't that game coming out in the summer? No, no. I think that's. I don't even think they have a release date for that game yet. Still. I, mean, I thought they did. Uh, for that. War they did. Oh yeah, May twenty fourth. Yeah, so it'll be there, but it already been out. So. Yeah, it's after. It's after E three. That's before. That's. Yeah, that's before E three. So. Yeah. I mean, it, so. Yeah. It's like, hey, so you I, can play it here now if you want. But. Yeah, it probably won't be there. Um, um, well, because this is still a, this is still, this is not a fan thing. This is still a press thing. It'll just be certain people can get in before everybody else gets in at the same time. Yeah. So. Um. But they're not gonna have that. Like they're not gonna have that Star Wars game there at all. And a lot of EA's business is just friend is just like annualized franchises. So, right, yeah, so... I mean, how, how many, like, are they going to spend half hour talking about the hoop, hoop god like they did, like, last year? <laughs> they'll, they'll have another Plants vs. Zombies something thing. It's That's like, hey, we're finally yeah. bringing it to console, and I'm going to dig people over with the free-to-play stuff. Yeah. I'd actually buy it, then. If they put that and uh, Peggle 2 on, like, on, like, the PC, I'd be happy. Peggle 2 is not on PC still? Nope. Wow. It's on PS4 and Xbox One, but that's it. Jeez, you would have thought they would have put that on PC first. And Plants vs. Zombies 2 will never come to console or PC. Well, wait, why not? It's free to play. Oh, boy. I would be happier paying 20 bucks for it to get everything. Right, yeah, that makes no sense. But they, then they can't bleed people out of money. And that's EA for you, though. And it's like, uh, they'll have, I mean, at E3 this year, at E3 this year, they'll have Madden, uh, whatever the hell golf game they have, FIFA 2K17, you know, they'll have their usual games, but they're not gonna, I don't have any big surprises. Yeah, the hockey game. Yeah. I think Unravel comes out in February, right? So... That thing yep. won't be there. I mean, you might get a demo of Mass Effect, and that's about it. I mean, I can't imagine what else is going to be there. Um, 
I mean, the smart thing is they're doing it before E3, so the people that are already there can take advantage of it. Of course, the people that are there working, uh, like I might be, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to go or not yet. I'm still talking to Randy about it. Gives us more days of work, which sucks. But it just means on the 14th I'm going to show up and do something. I'm not... There's no reason to go there for all three days. I mean, I cannot imagine they have that many games to show. Um, so, aside from that, Nintendo, once again, uh, more NX stuff, because that thing just... Look, I'm not complaining. They give us stuff to talk about, so... But more stuff with this. Uh, this time it concerns uh, Bandai Namco, who says they are developing NX games. And, interestingly enough, they were saying that Smash Brothers is supposed to be a launch game. Uh, I'm going to assume that this means, like, Smash Brothers Game of the Year edition. They cannot possibly be making a new Smash Brothers game. Right? I mean... Maybe. Uh, I think that would depend on if they're going to have Amiibo support in this NX thing or not, honestly. Oh, uh, you have to. I mean, there's no way they they got to continue to profit off of that thing. Um, I mean, they may just do like a new Smash Brothers. I mean, they might just say screw it. I don't know. I mean, with all those rumors about it being backwards compatible and whatever, and it's supposed to, you know, come out this year. I just cannot see they're gonna already come out with a new one. And they've just now finished coming out with con. They're still not even finished coming out with content for the old one. You'll have to rebuy that all, all that old content. You want to oh play God. Cloud? Want to play Cloud in the new one? Oh, I can totally see. Yeah, Nintendo just goes, "Hey, well, you will. You'll just pay sixty bucks for all of it." <laughs> I mean, it's, it's at least a better deal than it is now. I think. Yeah. Is the game still sixty bucks? Oh, and each sure. one each one of those characters, if you just buy it for one of the systems, is six bucks. So yeah. Eh. Well, it cause it comes with a stage too, so Yeah, it's I think it's like around almost like thirty dollars worth of DLC or something. Yeah. It's, it's six or eight new characters. Nope. Oh. Well, we still don't even have Bayonetta and, uh, is it Lucas and whoever the hell? No, not Lucas. Bayonetta and, I can't remember the other ones right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, this is cool. Look, I'm happy to get more NX news. I just want a solid basis to what the hell it is. Because <laughs> if it's anything like those rumors, uh. Some of that stuff sounds good. Some of it, I don't know. But um, uh, I'm sure uh, next week we'll crazy. have something. <laughs> yeah, some of that stuff sounds insane. Like a portable thing doing 4K video. Oof. I don't know. <laughs> you that, it's going to be really laggy. Uh, so Beyond Good and Evil 2 is still happening. Uh, the game that is almost at like half by three levels at this point. 
of the last time we saw it was 2008. Jeez, yeah. it's been eight years since we've seen that game. To be fair to them, though, at least they've been like that dude has been doing other games in the interim. <laughs> well, he has been doing other games in the interim. So, and he came doing that the- wild game or whatever. Yeah, but he also came out those two Rayman games and they were solid. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I mean, I kind of agree with him. The whole like this has kind of gotten a cult behind it because of the fact that. You know, it hasn't come out. They keep saying it's supposed to come out. I don't know that... I mean, I remember playing the first one, and it was it was good. I liked it. I liked the characters. I don't remember it being this great game. But, I mean, that's I just remember, me. I remember the first one. It's basically like a photographic Legend of Zelda. Right. And, and I think the problem with that game is it's just... I mean, that dude wants to do it. But it's kind of unclear if Ubisoft wants to do it, mm-hmm. and if they want to put their like their actual money behind it and everything. Like I always think, whenever I think about this game, I think of that game I Am Alive that came out a few years ago. Yeah, how it was supposed to be this like really big and epic game about survival and like foraging for supplies and everything, and it it ultimately came out and it was like a fifteen dollar downloadable game that sucked. Yeah, and I mean. You know, I think that, and this game didn't sell well either. Oh no! And that was the that was the big deal that they don't want to put all their money behind something that the first one didn't sell well. Now the cult behind this one, you could easily do a well. They've given it away for free in so many different you ways, buy, but you could, you could buy packages of string cheese and get that game. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean they could easily just do a pack in like they did with Bayonetta. And pack one in there with two and see if it sells. I mean, but, you know, it, it's on Ubisoft because they, they got to put in, they put in a bunch of money already on all this Tom Clancy stuff and it takes them forever to come out with that. And then you get all this hype behind Beyond Good and Evil 2 and then it still doesn't sell that great. So, yeah. I mean, do you think it? They'll end up making it, or I think eventually it will get made. If it, I don't know if, if Phil just do it himself though, or get, get it crowdfunded, maybe. I mean, I guess it depends. I mean, on they the, don't have to make it a triple A. Yeah, that's the title. thing. It depends on the scope of the game, really. Like, I, I get the feeling he wants to make a big game, but Ubisoft will not do that with that type of franchise. Like, a yeah. kind of whimsical game that can't be annualized, like an Assassin's Creed or a Watch Dogs. Like, you can't right. just bust out one of those games every year and go, here you go, here's Beyond Good and Evil 5, the Brotherhood Edition, or whatever. Like, And Ubisoft is not in the, in the habit of just making one-off games anymore. Well, really. but do you see them really annualizing like, something like For Honor? Maybe. I mean, like what they've done with Far Cry. Yeah. That's kind of, like, I look at that Far Cry Primal game, and I get kind of grossed out by it, honestly, but... Why? It just seems kind of crass that they're, like, just... They looked at that Ark Survival Evolved game and said, hey, we can do that with with our Far Cry game, and... 
I mean, they did get really uh, visual with it, but like I'm, I'm more interested in, in his other that wild game, to be honest with you, than like Far Cry Primal. I mean, they almost kind of similar settings and that kind of thing. So, I want we'll to see how that runs into each other there. They can they can buy Molyneux's old PC game from the original Xbox and bring that out. Yeah, I mean, apparently Peter Molyneux has not retired, according he to his, <laughs> He said he was hacked, supposedly. Yeah, I mean, I believe that, but he should still. <laughs> I don't really like... The only Molyneux game I like is the one that people always hate, and that's Fable 3. Yeah, like, the world doesn't need any more Fable games after whenever the hell Fable Legends comes out. That looks bad. Yeah, like it... Uh, shouldn't like they have not, already learned what the Evolve is just... Yeah, he. I mean, he's not a part of Fable Legends, which is good for him, but that still looks bad. <laughs> it's basically Evolve Fable. I mean, yeah. It just... I don't know. It doesn't look like it's going to be good at all. Like well, you're, the one, you're the one who told me that Evolve is still like popular on Xbox, isn't it? It's sort of like still being played on like PC and Xbox, but it's not. Not on PC. I looked at the figures a few nights ago. It was like 500 people a day play that game. Yeah, That's bad. I, mean, I think between play... both of them, they said like maybe 2,000, which like is still people... not great. More people play Binding of Isaac a day than that. <laughs> well, it's not like Binding of Isaac on your phone. No. Oh. It's on consoles, but I mean, I mean, just play it on Steam. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, it's true. It's also a cheaper game. Not anymore. You can Not... get a ball for about that price now too. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I'm Apple decided that they weren't going to wait any longer. They are supposedly making their own VR device. And it's supposed to be inspired by Oculus Rift. So, they've been acquiring startups and certain people that are big into VR and AR. And, well, you know, I mean, we all thought Oculus was expensive. Wait till this thing comes out for a thousand dollars and people still buy it. Well, they'll buy it because it'll just hook up into your phone, probably. Yeah, but. Isn't, like, the Galaxy, like, VR thing, like, 200 bucks? Well, it's different, because you just slide, you slide your phone into that thing. <laughs> right. Well, I'm like, saying that, yeah. I'm, I'm using this thing, it'll, like, it'll connect it, like, it'll still have screens and everything, but you'll just, like, hit, like, plug it into your phone. Yeah. Right, but you could even, I'm sure they'll do something where it'll plug into your Mac or... Oh, yeah. Whatever, you know. It would actually be kind of cool, like, if it had basically, like, like for, like, electronic glasses, so when you're actually, like, in it, like, they darken, but when they, when you're, like, powered off, like, it, it just becomes clear. Fair enough. Like, uh, I, I'd, I'd be into that, actually. I just know the fact that Apple's doing it, all of a sudden everybody will forget about everything else and go, oh, Apple's making it. Okay, we're just going to go with that one. 
like they do with pretty much almost anything else now. Um, I think I think the HTC one is going to go for like eight hundred dollars. That's a lot. Yeah, that is really a lot. But if it sells, I'm telling you, Apple sit there and go, "Oh, you paid eight hundred dollars for that? Oh, here's a thousand dollars for this thing. Why'd you pay for pay the thousand dollars for that?" Um, speaking of paying money, uh, 2K and WWE have agreed to a multi-year extension to keep making the WWE games. Um, I know some people probably wish they didn't, but it's been getting better year over year. So, well, 2K15 was downgrade over 2K14, but that's when they first moved over to the new consoles. So, uh, 2K16, much better game. Uh, I don't mind it because I don't know that EA would do that game any better. And I don't know that any other company could really deal with it. So 2K is the one that kind of makes sense to me. What do you think? Uh, no. <laughs> no? Like, I don't mind 2K having it, like publishing it, but I want them to, I want them to get the hell away from Ukes. Now, Ukes needs to go. I mean, honestly, um, they've had enough time with that game. Ukes doesn't need to be there anymore. Like, you can say that 2K16 is better, which it probably is, but it's still probably not better than 2K13. Like, it, it looked better, obviously, but that's about it. It still has that stupid chain wrestling bullshit and, like, a bunch of other crap in the, it that... The chain wrestling got better. Yeah, but... It still is, like, in there, and it's like, this should have just been gone. But isn't like, it optional? You can take it off. Isn't there one match, though? Like, one type that you still need it? Yeah, I think in the story mode, there's parts where they make you have to use it. I would honestly give it to a developer that is interested in fixing the problems of that series, rather than going, hey, we got more dudes in it. Now we have eight different versions of Triple H. Yeah. It's, and it's those like, aren't going to count to the 120, so that means you got like 170 versions of... Like, uh, fix, uh, fix animation, fix like the sluggishness of the gameplay. You know, I would honestly try like get the good dudes who made All-Stars around, like whoever's left over there, hire them all back and give them that. Hey, Bret Hart got added to the Immortals game, so, yeah. People like, might not like All-Stars, um, but it's at least a, like, more fun version of wrestling, like a wrestling game than... Oh, no, All-Stars is way fun, but, I mean, they're trying to go for simulation, so... Yeah, but wrestling's not real. <laughs> like, no, wrestling isn't real, but you... That, you like, can... you're, you're simulating an event that... It's like, well, I'm going to simulate dragon riding. It's like, well, you can go ahead, but, yo, dragons aren't real either. <laughs> they're still going out there and doing the moves. I mean, they're still yeah, going but, out there and having the match. I mean, Yeah, but if that's the case, I want, to, I want to be in a match with, like, I want to be Ryback versus Daniel Bryan, and then I want to, like, to give him a, a suplex and then give him a concussion. <laughs> that's terrible. Like, 
if they're gonna if they're gonna lead in a simulation act, they go whole hog. Like that'll be that'd be hilarious. Oh no, man! They need to do that in the career mode. Like seriously, you need to be able to deal with what happens. And I think you do do that. Like they, if this person gets injured, like how do you deal with it? And you know, whatever. It's just I don't. Uh, well, first you got to take the steroids, and then you got to get, get the clean test for the test, and it's just like blitz the league. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the HGH. You got to make sure you know. Yeah. Uh, so, do we make anything of Sony merging their software, hardware, and network divisions into one thing? And they're now Sony Interactive Entertainment. Uh, my old friend uh, Adam Boyd probably has a different job now, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, until they really do something with this brand and make us kind of understand what this means, it's just kind of a thing that happened. I mean, it's not anything... My, uh, I would, I would, My two hopes for this would be they start bringing over better first-party per, first content, like games and stuff, because the PS4's lineup is not good in that respect at all. No. Uh, and the second one would be to let you change your PSN name, finally. They act like that's such a big deal. There's yeah, and it's not. <laughs> it's like Microsoft has had it forever. You pay money, you change your name. Yeah. Very wolf. I don't, I don't get it, but okay. I Whatever. Mean, yeah, it's just very strange. Like how, how like sacrosanct they make it seem to be. And it's like, yeah, but most people pick dumbass names in like 2007 and 2008 to get over it. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, I don't want to be known as Nutsack 64 or whatever. I mean, Crusade Gohan, four twenty. <laughs> yeah, I'm now like thirty five years old. I don't want to. Well, yeah, it's like you're f- fucked. <laughs> people grew up, you know. Get over it. Yeah. So, um, speaking of strange, this mighty number nine getting delayed again. I mean, was the third time now? Don't worry, this will be the last one. Um, that's what they keep saying. It is now in a spring 2016 release window instead of coming out in like two weeks. Should we be worried about this? I mean, well, it got delayed for networking issues. That's the bad part. Like they should strip all that bullshit out of it. I mean, like you said, who the hell wants to play an online Mega Man game anyway? Yeah. Like, and even this, if they, uh, even if they do, like more power to you. But release the game now without that stuff in it and say, hey, we'll patch it in later. Like, that isn't an insurmountable thing. I mean, at this point, I think the people just want to be able to play the levels that are in the game. And then later you can say, okay, well, you can play cooperatively with my friend later or yeah, or whatever it is. If it's a battle mode or I don't even know what the online modes are, but just... I would think... It's either going to be co-op or rankings. Like, how quickly you beat this level or, like, the damage you took and stuff like that. But both I'm, things uh, aren't aren't necessary for that game. 
I mean, I can understand the whole wanting co-op for a Mega Man kind of game, but it's just, like, whoever played Mega Man and goes, oh, man, this is... Then it kind of turns into a beat-em-up game. It's not Mega Man. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't understand how that's a big deal, I, but whatever. I don't think that game is going to do well. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be one of those things that it comes out and it's like, all right, it's here. Oh, well, this is kind of just there. It, it'll, well, it'll be like those Mega Man 9 and Mega Man 10 games. It's like, they were fine, but no one cared that much. Yeah, I don't want, I don't hear anybody going, oh my god, you gotta play Mega Man 9, like right now. Just, just don't. The fact that they weren't included in that Mega Man Legacy Collection, that should tell you how well people care about them. <laughs> nope. People care about those original six? Maybe it's seven and eight, even? Uh, no. People care about Mega Man X one, like one. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like other Mega Man games to be sure, but those what most people care about at least. I mean, at least Inafune was honest about it. You know, he says they obviously tried to do what they could, but all these network issues, you know, and they're disappointed as much as the backers are, and all the stuff that you normally say, but. We'll have to see exactly when in spring 2016 this thing is supposed to come out. And if it comes out, then... December 31st. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, whoops. Oh, we just meant fall 2016. That's okay. Um, so, uh, Nintendo also announced Detective Pikachu coming to the Nintendo 3DS February 3rd, which is in a couple of days to Japan uh, it's pretty much called Detect Great Detective Pikachu uh, it you know it's supposed to have some other weird name but they just shortened it uh, you have a sidekick human and this Pikachu does speak well he speaks Japanese he says I'm gonna guess he speaks gonna speak English uh, which is a little weird to me but uh, uh, you'll be investigating Rhyme City, uh, where humans and Pokemon live together, and you're going to be interrogating humans, uh, and the human will be interrogating Pokemon, and you'll basically just try to solve things, uh, even though, and then apparently, I guess you're going to find out the story of why this Pikachu cannot control electricity. So, yeah. I mean, this certainly looks, uh, it's different. Yeah. I mean, th this Pikachu apparently likes tea and beautiful women. But, uh, yeah. Do you okay. think this is going <laughs> to, I mean, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be Japanese uh, without. Is, is there going to be like some, like, hidden scene of Pikachu beating off somewhere in the, and like, <laughs> Porno theater or something? <laughs> no, Pikachu's that's gonna. He, that's what he uses the tail for. It's like. It's oh god. <laughs> Stop giving people bad images. Uh, no, I, I would assume you're gonna see him like walking around having the googly eyes for. 
girls and all this, and he'll want to stop places and get tea. And will it be human girls or Pokemon girls? <laughs> That's what I wonder too. Like, is this gonna be a Brian situation for Family Guy where he wants human girls? I mean, sure he's cute and all, but how does? Yeah, I don't want to even know how that happens. You gotta, you gotta love it when a when a series veers off into bestiality for like a really weird reason. God, <laughs> just like just like that Sonic the Hedgehog game. It's like what 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 is going on here? <laughs> like how do you <laughs> market this to kids? Oh, wait, what? What's going on here? Like I looked at that trailer. Uh, it reminded me a lot of one of the Shin Megami Tensei uh, games. I think it was Devil Summoner. It was for PS2. Like you played. Oh, that's like a launch game for PS2. No, no, it came out pretty late. It came out. It, that was like, uh, it came out pretty late actually. I think because they made two of them. Um. Oh, they okay. came out Like they came out like right around when Persona Three and Four came out. Um, but you played like a detective and like feudal and like early Japan, like 1930s in Japan, I think, or like the 40s or something, and. Yeah, you can get monsters. They help you out to, like, detect stuff. Right. I mean, it's very different in, like, play style, obviously, but it looks like that kind of. And I agree wholeheartedly with the petition to get Danny DeVito to voice Pikachu. <laughs> that would be great. If not There's nobody him, a video out there of the trailer like that. If not uh, him, the only other person is Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> well, of course. Uh, you have to get him. Or Peter Capaldi, he'd be good too. Oh, I wouldn't mind a Scottish Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you can get David Tennant in there too. Yeah. He'll, he'll be the bad guy. So what do you think of, uh... He'll be the one voicing Mr. Mime. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Mime finally has a voice after all these years. Uh... So, what do you think about Moffat leaving? Uh, I think it's bad, because I think he's a good writer, but there is a lot of weird hate for him on the internet. Oh my I god, got, so much people, so many people hate him. That I do not get at all. Like, you people are crazy. And the guy taking over him, uh, Chris Chinball, I think is his name, something like that. Um, his Doctor Who episodes have not been great. Like, they've been okay. Few of them have been okay, but on the whole, no. And like, I would much I much prefer Moffat. <laughs> Did they say why he's leaving? Just uh, not really. I would. I think he said something like he just wants to, like it's time to hand the reins over or something like that. Yeah. But he gets like so much crap on the internet for like no good reason, like how dissected his shows are compared to even, like, David, or uh, Russell T. Davies shows. Isn't it like they say he just has these things that he does that apparently aren't very popular? And Well, the, put, the biggest one I've seen is, like, the feminist critique of the show, like, that women aren't as important or don't have much of a voice compared to, like, Davies' episodes. And... Uh... There is some truth to that, to that, but the women in 
uh, Moffat shows aren't as annoying as the woman in Amy's episodes. Yeah. And I don't, I don't just mean the companions. I mean like the family, like Jackie. Uh, Tyler was very annoying for most of her run. Um, and like Martha's mom was the worst character of that show. Oh boy. I try to not remember her at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so I think it's a loss to the show, and I hope if he does step down, I hope he comes back to write at least a few episodes, like here and there at least. Yeah, I I think he'd come back. You know. I think there's a problem kind of with that show though, where they keep trying to amp everything up like more and more and at some point it just gets too silly right so like Davies had a problem with like that in particular and then when Moffat took over he just did the same thing (laughs) yeah I think it's like Star Wars you know you kind of have to sometimes you just have to get practical with it yeah like every woman does not need to be like the savior of the universe right and that's kind of how they like sort of do the uh, well? Everybody complains that all these companions like just want to be with the doctor or whatever. So we have to overcome that by making them be the ones that are the saviors. You know. Yeah, like, I think every I think every companion has been like that, except like every main companion at least. You either saved the universe or like been the focal point for some like the, the year long plot. Yep. Or in the case of, uh, was it Amy, it was like two years? No, because in her first year was like that, with the whole uh, crack in time, like the Pandorica stuff, it was all because of her. And it's like, yeah, I guess, but all right. I guess it's better than walking around the world for a year and having only one scene that actually showed that. Right. It's like, okay, thank you for this illogical thing, but whatever. Way to go, budget. (laughs) Yeah, the the budget that we did not have. But, uh, I mean, let's let's hope for good things. I mean, his Uh, other show is good. Like, Broadchurch is pretty good. Yeah, I liked Broadchurch. Um, so I think he'll he'll try to bring it probably more, like, ground the show a little more. Um, that's about it. He'll, he'll have the doctor regenerate into finally a black woman who's a ginger. <laughs> fulfilling, fulfilling all complaints and then pissing off everyone else. <laughs> that's the best thing about the doctor. He's like, oh my god, am I ginger? Am I ginger? Oh no, no I'm not. Thank god. Now she'll look down at her hand and go, well, she'll look down at her hair and go, I'm ginger. And then she'll look at her hand and go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would work for English culture, you know, that way. So. Um, yeah, so Street Fighter V is apparently going to have the biggest story mode ever in a Street Fighter game. That's not saying much. <laughs> I mean, it's not, certainly. Uh you can, you'll have the regular sort of backstory to all the characters kind of mode, 
and then eventually, like, some point after the game comes out, you'll get a one-hour story mode or, like, one hour more of story that's going to be added into the game somewhere. I don't know. I really it's, hope it's not like Guilty Gears. It's just, like, one hour's worth of cutscenes, it says. Yeah, it'll be it'll just be a movie, anime movie. Oh, boy. I mean, they did have some of those, and they were okay. Street Fighter. I remember they used to show them on, like, the movie channels back when I was a kid. Can't wait for that Chung Lee scene. <laughs> oh, you know that's going to happen. Well, especially since Vague is in this game also. <laughs> that That is a weird character to have in this game. <laughs> Why? Isn't he in, like, most of the game? Yeah, but he always sucks. No one likes him. Yeah, I, oh, I just remember with, like, I think it was, like, Street Fighter 2, he was so cheap. People would use yeah. him. That's yeah. because you could cover half the screen with, like, one claw. Like, yeah, right, yeah. Once you started using projectiles against him, he's done. Like, in every one of those games. <laughs> right. Uh, but, I, I don't have, I don't think they'll do the story well, because they've never done a story well in any... Of their fighting games. Well, didn't he really like to win an injustice? That was Capcom, or that was that was uh, Midway or Warner Brothers. That was not that Capcom. That was Warner Brothers, yeah. <laughs> oh, true. Like yeah, they've so, never they, they've never done a story in a fighting game. I don't think like so, a good one at least. Well, Capcom has a lot to live up to then. I guess the first time for for everything, maybe. Um. So, uh, Fire Emblem Fates apparently uh, have already detailed. Uh, they're going to detail the first uh, map pack. Uh, you go to this thing called Dragon's Gate, uh, not to be confused with the wrestling organization. Uh, that uh, it's like the DLC hub. You can go in there and buy the uh, that other the extra version. The the Oh, what's it? Whatever the hell the third game is. And then you can buy the map pack, which is like $18. Um, or no, is that the... I don't know. But either way, you can buy the damn packs from like... Uh, they range from like free to like five bucks uh, for the map packs. So, there you go. Uh, I mean, you also, this is basically their way of, like, uh, bringing, like, Roy and Marth and all of them into the game. Uh, it's going to have 12 missions. So, yeah, if you want the old characters, I guess you can pay for them. That's anyone else. That's, those two guys are the only people who care about in those games. You don't care about the new characters? I don't even. I never played that series. So oh, I, okay, okay. I know it's a strategy game. That's about it. I am excited. And you know, Martha's in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I'm just excited to see how this goes with this whole having the dual story thing and and all that. We'll have to see. Uh, should be good. Should be good. Or at least I hope it is. Uh, they will release between February 19th which I think is when the game comes out. And 
April 21st. So maybe like every week or every two weeks, something like that. Uh, so I did ask in 4PC about this uh, dangerous golf game that the burnout, the former Burnout developers are making, Three, three Fields Entertainment. It's basically you just destroy shit playing golf. And it looks awesome, but I don't know. How do you feel about it? I'm kind of mixed. Uh, I don't like golf in the first place. <laughs> and this should make there, golf more fun, though. There are a lot of wacky other golf games coming out this year, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, like, who went and decided that golf needed to, like, just make this big return all of a sudden? It reminds me of that Futurama joke of Blurns Ball. Which, I've watched a lot of Futurama, but that I'm not recalling, so. He, like, Fry goes, like, they go to a baseball game, only it's Blurns Ball, and, like, they're explaining the rules to Fry, and it's like there's multi-ball, and, like, the bases explode, and there's, like, giant ants crawling around, and he's <laughs> like... Huh, so, so they finally picked, they finally fixed baseball, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Made it a lot more exciting. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, you can blow up, like, palace ballrooms and a gas station and all this other stuff. I mean, it should be fun. I mean, you know it's going to, it's from the burnout guys, so you know it's going to look good and all that. It just... I don't know. It's supposed to come out in May, so. I just I wonder how much it's gonna be because it kind of, it looked very downloadable game like to me. That's what they're saying. It's supposed to be a downloadable game. I don't know if they're gonna be using this as basically if you this sells well, it's gonna turn whether they make that car game or not. I hope so, not. You know. It's gonna be real depressing then. Yeah. So people might wanna you know. Maybe just buy this game just cause and hope that it sells well so they can make the car game. Uh, I, I'll I'll look into it for sure at least. I just yeah, hope it's good. If it has good reviews, I'll probably check it out or I'll probably get a code in. So we'll see what happens. Well, hey, now you can play Quantum Break whenever that comes out. Yeah. Because it's coming for PC. And, I mean, no surprise at all. Since, you know, they pretty much want to make everything for PC. Alan Wake was a, actually a very good PC port. Almost shockingly good. I would hope that this is too. I mean, yeah, but it's only on Windows 10, I think. Oh boy. Not good. Cause they, keep, they keep trying to have their, like, game store matter, and it's like, no... Just Please. put it all on Steam and end it already. Yeah. I, I guess I want to see the breakdown they have for like, well, if it's all on our store, we'll get all the profit. If it's all on Steam, we'll only get seventy percent of the profit. But I think okay, yes, but you'll also sell a hundred thousand more copies. So right, think about that. <laughs> yeah, of course you can put it in the sales sometimes, and you might sell more. Because he will buy it cheaper. I mean, yeah. Just a thought there, Microsoft. 
Speaking of, they have renewed the Jet Force Gemini trademark, which is a game that I lovingly remember but does not hold up well at all. Uh, if you try to go back and play it now, you go back and play it on that rare replay, it's one of the games that just, yeah, <laughs> it's not that good anymore. I um, only remember playing it in stores, and I remember it having like a batshit control scheme. Yeah. And then you had to control, there was different levels depending on where you controlled the girl or the boy or the dog. And, yeah, I mean, I remember loving the dog because he had the cool, like, his gun was on top of his head. And the the boys and the girls was more like traditional, you know, shooting or whatever. It had some cool mechanics for what it was back then, but, yeah, it just, the graphics were bad. Was that like a... Was that a that was like a shooter platformer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I remember, like, I think if you held Z down, like, it, the camera zoomed in on you. Right. And like, it got like very tight and weird. <laughs> yeah, it was like their form of aiming, and it wasn't that good. And yeah, it was weird because it was like it didn't make you do the aiming, but you couldn't really shoot if you didn't do it. This before you know you had the like locked on aim thing, so. That, Just, that, yeah. that reminds me of uh, Odd World Stranger's Wrath. <laughs> oh, it did the same thing, sort of? Uh, well, you could switch between third person and first person. Uh, and you pretty much had to fight in first person. <laughs> Could you do that in uh, Perfect Dark, too? That Perfect Dark 1 or Perfect Dark 0? No, Perfect Dark 1. I think. No, that was all first person. Ah, okay. Have you seen this uh, new TMNT game? At least a trailer. Yeah, it looked fine. Okay. Yeah, looked good to me. I mean, they even have, like, team-up powers and stuff like that. I I mean, mean, considering how bad Turtles games have been in the past. Yeah, still got to go back to Turtles in time. (laughs) My only criticism of that trailer, or of this game, is... I kind of wish they had a Nickelodeon, the, the current TV show voice actors doing that. Oh, they don't? Oh, that's sad. Do they have, what, the ones from the movie or something? Or? It sounded like they just had random people. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, you know, you've been excited. You've been uh, into this Resident Evil stuff for a while. Are you excited for this uh, Umbrella Corps? That's the online one, right? Yeah, the multiplayer game nope don't don't want to play Resident Evil online never have never will I just do not see how this is gonna be that great but that's a like surprising long running series I mean those two Umbrella games came out for the PS2 oh really wow they're supposed to be a single player mode but most of the modes are geared toward competitive team battle so yeah, they did a few of those for, I think, PS3 and Xbox. Well, the first two uh, Outbreak games, they were, I think they were called Outbreak 1 and 2 on PS2. Okay, like, they were like, yeah. They were co-op games, essentially. And then they made like an Umbrella game for, they made a few of them, I think, for PS3 and Xbox 360. And it's like, they were fine, I guess, if you're into that. But I'm not. And I don't know many people who were... <laughs> I mean, you know, the competitive 
the, the all the multiplayer stuff is the rage now, but I mean, we'll have to see if that single player is worth paying sixty dollars for. I Probably can't not. imagine that it is. I think I think most Resident Evil fans are more are more interested in that Resident Evil Two remake. Probably, you're probably right about that. Uh, Valkyrie Chronicles remastered coming out in spring 2016 to the PS4. Uh, 1080p, 60fps. It will include the Hard X mode and all the DLC. Um, so. Awesome. If you do not have a version of this game, you should buy it. Because it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't finish it, but I enjoyed what I played of it. Yeah, I had it for PS3. I had to I traded it in, and then I got the PC version. It's it's really good. I like it. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's it's one of those, like, it's not a, it's a strategy game where you move the characters. So it's not, um, it's and it, all this, all the battles and stuff happen there on that screen. Um, well, they go, to, they, yeah, they go to a like, different screen so you can lock on and stuff. And yeah, yeah, I, I, it's like action tactical, right? So it's not like just watching things fight and whatever. And well, there's eventually like levels where you have to avoid this these tanks and whatever that come at you, and it's. It gets real difficult after a while. It's like, damn, I know I got out of the way. Why did I die 20 times? Oh, well, yeah, that, this again. that game is like surprisingly cheap on Steam. <laughs> like, when it's on sale, it goes down to like 5 bucks. Yeah. I mean, it was only 20 bucks to begin with, so... Yeah. Which is a good price. Like, I, I, I don't... I hope this isn't going to be a full-price game. Like, if it's like 30 bucks, that'd be perfect. That's what I thought I heard, but... Maybe not. Who knows? Um, well, speaking of a game we don't have to worry about on Steam, Five Nights at Freddy's World was taken off Steam. Uh, this is, of course, the RPG spinoff to the Five Nights at Freddy's series. It had a positive rating of 87, but uh, he was... Apparently there was also uh, people saying that there was being reviews that were completely removed... And stuff like that that were negative about the game. So, I don't my, know. My thoughts are, is one down, four to go. It's like, alright, we got one of these games off team. I'll have to the other four off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this is supposed to be the new startup for him. I mean, you can have four more, or three more Five Nights at Freddy's Worlds, but I guess not. It doesn't have any uh, shock scares, so it can't get PewDiePie's attention. <laughs> so The Exorcist is getting a one-hour TV pilot. Um, somehow, I f- this is probably going to be bad. Most things Exorcist-related are. <laughs> I mean, they're supposedly going to... Uh, uh, reinvent the the book. Like you're reinventing the book. I, I can only imagine that. Yeah, if I mean, the, uh, it's like if that's the case, then don't tie it to that book then. <laughs> just look. The movie was was 
really good for what it was. The book also don't need to. Re- have we really run out of ideas? We're just and it's gonna be on Fox. So like how you know this is a horror movie that that was pretty graphic. I mean for its time. It, uh, it'll be part of the, the demonic plot, and it'll be tied up with Lucifer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll put it in with that show, and somehow it will be worse. So, have you oh. watched the uh, X Files? Yep, both okay. episodes. What do you think? Uh, the first one was bad, and the second one is better. <laughs> I've heard well, the third one. I've heard the third one's going to be like. But I, I've heard it's the best one so far from, like, early reviews. Well, at least it improves. Uh, the two things I'm excited about, kind of, are the lone gunmen are going to be in an episode. And that's great, because those guys are awesome. And there are rumors they're going to try to bring back the Millennium TV show. Oh, wow. And it's like, no, thank you. <laughs> Why not? Uh, it wasn't good. Like, you know, the main character, like, the main character was fine, uh, Lance Henriksen, but he's the only person you know from that show. Right. Um, and Fox says, like, they have a hard-on for bringing back TV shows that yeah, exactly. have, have ended, or ended a while ago, and it's like, I think Prison Break is the greatest one, because it's like, you're aware that main character died, right? Uh, they'll find a way to bring him back, you know. Oh, yeah, he, he just faked his death, you know. No biggie. <laughs> well, I actually the, like, I like the two guys on Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I heard that's really good. You go check uh, it out. It's good. I wouldn't say it's like the greatest show ever. And they killed off one of the characters last night, which is good. <laughs> oh, it's good that they killed, okay. Well, I nicknamed him the Cigar Store Indian. Yeah. Uh, Jillian Anderson said that she had to fight to get equal pay uh, for her role in the Sex Files reunion, which I think is kind of crappy. Yeah, that's pretty gross. (laughs) She was ever as much important to that show as he was. I mean, they were a team. I mean, that's kind of how that show went. I can uh, understand it right at the beginning, like when that show first came out, like him getting more money, I guess. But like over the years, that makes less and less sense. And then look at her, like look at their career since then. It's like no. Well, I mean, obviously he was the bigger. He's been a bigger star than she has. Yeah, but she's done more consistently good work. Right. But, I mean, what they're going to look at is him being in Californication and her being in stuff that, like, nobody knows offhand. So, I mean, uh, I don't think it should have been half, maybe, like, a quarter or something, you know, very close. You know, just, that's just wrong, what they did, obviously. I mean... You're bringing it back to a show where they were both equally important. Should have been equal to pay. Yeah, I don't understand. And I don't. And if I'm, if I'm him, why are you not fighting for that for her? Just I think that's kind of dumb. But well, as long as the guy who plays Skinner gets more than both of them combined, I'll, I'll be happy. 
They're going to make more... <laughs> that show is funny now because it's like, okay, Mulder looks older and Scully looks older. That dude looks exactly the same. <laughs> Only he has a beard now. It's like, yep. <laughs> hey, the beard hides it. So, <laughs> uh, They're going to make more DeLoreans. So if for some reason you really want one of those... Um, there's gonna be under a hundred thousand dollars apparently, so. People like dumb, dumb shit. They're gonna dumb, make like three hundred of them, so get in line, people. They're gonna act like these were some great cars or something. They are not great cars. Well, I hope. I think I, I think I read that article and I was like, they have a little more. They have better engines now, at least. I would hope so. My God, and you're they're still like, using the 1982 engines. You're fucked. They're updated. Like the cars are updated to like 2015, like safety spec. Oh, okay. Well, I, I think I don't think they, I, they may have air regs. Not I, I don't think they could sell it. Like I don't think they could make a new car like that if it's not. So they got to run something because the magic number for that is like 321. Like they can't go over that number. Uh, or else, like it's some like license thing or something, like some like law, like legal thing. But we'll see what uh, happens. Like, you know, everyone is everyone like they're just going to turn them on the time machine. So there you go. Right. They should just sell sell them like that. Cut out the middleman. <laughs> what what? What movie version time machine do you want? One, two, or three? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be the uh, different price ranges for the car. And everyone's going to go for two because it's the best. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, Bob Iger says that uh, he does not think that fans are getting weary of the superhero movies and says that Marvel has thousands and thousands of characters. Uh, that will go on forever. So, pretty much insinuating that Marvel um, will be making movies forever. Do you think we're going to get to a point where a superhero movie is going to just become a, you know, we're going to get tired of it? I'm going to say yes and no. Yes, in that if there is a decline in quality that'll be a problem. Like, if it gets to, like, Spawn level or Batman and Robin, no thank you. I don't think Marvel's ever getting that far, but you never know. Um, but people like superheroes. I think the problem really, though, is what the actors want to do. Like, Robert Downey Jr. is kind of done with Iron Man. And it, it, it they can get him back for more movies, but it gets prohibitively expensive at, at a certain point. And you're paying him $50 million to be in a movie. That's a lot for one dude. Yeah, and then you got to keep hoping that movie keeps making all that money, and at some point they're going to start tailing off. And, like, what do you want to do? Like, do you eventually just recast that role? I would assume that's what they'll wind up doing. I mean... Or are you just going to start bringing in, like, the B, C, and D tier characters? Like... Yo, I would go see a hypno-hustler movie, no problem, but I don't think many other people would. No. You have to start having, like, digital releases and whatever for that kind of stuff. Like, where, 
the other weird problem with this is like how they are like very quickly walking back like a bunch of mutant characters in the X-Men comics and no longer saying they're mutants to get around the legal bullshit. Yeah, right. With the uh... They do that with Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Like they're not they're, they aren't Benito's kids anymore and they did it with Squirrel Girl. And oh, jeez. Like, no. You guys are dumb. And they are, like, constantly trained now to de-emphasize the X-Men and slot the Inhumans in it instead. And it's like, no, no one cares about the Inhumans. No one ever will. Like, they will go see the movie, maybe, but that's about it. <laughs> I think people will go see that movie. You know, I mean, people just want to buy, just want to have lockjaw toys. Yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, it's working for Marvel's Agents of Shield, and now they're doing a spinoff with that, and they're even gonna do the, uh, the one we talked about, I think, like a month ago, with the, uh, the guys that are gonna clean up after the Marvel characters, uh, that we'll never see. <laughs> um, so, I thought that was the DC one. No, that's Marvel. They're doing the, uh, I forgot what they're called. Damage um, Control. Yeah, Damage Control. That's that's Marvel. Okay. Um, they are... You know, what I think the thing that could kill it is if some of these DC ones bomb, uh, and then it starts reflecting on... You know, when you have one, like you have another Ant-Man or something like that from Marvel, and people start wondering if some of this stuff is, is kind of getting a little bit long in the tooth, and, you know, because... Yeah. I can see that point, but my counter to that would be Ant-Man is so drastically different from any other DC movie coming out uh, that I wouldn't compare them. Like, you really Ant- think Batman Superman is going to be good? No. Not at all. Like, I think, I think that movie will make a truckload of money, but everything I've seen about that movie looks terrible. Like, the only one that I have faith in is Suicide Squad. I'm even kind of shaky on that one, but I, I, I at least like that movie, I like the trailers of that movie because it has a sense of humor. Like, yeah. that Superman vs. Batman one looks so devoid of, like, a spirit or humor or anything, like, that makes it human. Right. Like, it looks like Superman and Batman growling at each other for two hours, and then <laughs> Wonder, Wonder Woman shows up for no reason. Well, I know Deadpool's going to be awesome. That looks fine. Like, that that obviously has a sense of humor. But, like, that Aquaman movie, like, they showed that one picture of that dude. And oh, my God. That's the most, like, dour Roman reigns like motherfucker <laughs> there is. <laughs> that's Roman Reigns' like, brother from another mother. They'll have Roman Reigns be the stunt double or something. Oh, man. They should do it. They should just say, Roman Reigns... Get in there. <laughs> they can have him in a WrestleMania match. <laughs> yep, him and Roman Reigns at a tag match. It's gonna happen. And oh. it's like, I'm very. I just hope the DC movies don't fuck it up too much. Yeah, I, I do too. But I just don't think they will because 
people approach those movies just differently. Like, people want to see Marvel movies because they're fun. And right. that's what DC movies lack. Except for maybe Suicide Squad, but that looks very iffy to me. Like just the over-sexualization of Harley Quinn. Yeah, we'll have to see what they wind up doing with those. I mean, and you've got, you know, Marvel now delivering on the Netflix series stuff, and, you know, DC's doing well on t- on the TV series front, so. That's the I mean, only place DC's doing well. It's certainly yeah. not the comics. <laughs> uh, so, as far as uh, games that are coming out, I mean, oh, this week is pretty much almost over, but, you know, you can pick up the two games that Mark talked about, like Marvel Avengers and Rise of the Tomb Raider, The Witness is out there, Final Fantasy Explorers, which I've heard is a very basic Monster Hunter game, uh, but then again, you know, Monster Hunter itself is very repetitive. Uh, Shadow of the Beast, Crashlands, and that Minecraft Story Mode next week, or in a few days, uh, whichever you're listening, and whenever you're listening to this, uh, XCOM 2 will be coming out on next Friday. I know you're excited. Are you getting that for a review? Or? I hope so. We'll see. Agatha Christie's The ABC Murders coming out for PC and the consoles. Uh, Not a Hero. Uh, that Devil's Third Online. <laughs> Why? Um... Dragon's Dogma Complete. That's coming to PC sometime. I don't know. That might be next month at some point. Uh, Cobalt. Uh, Corpse Party. I don't know when that comes out. Gravity Rush Remastered comes out on Tuesday. Along with Cobalt. That Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Which I'm waiting for that. To see if it's any good at all. Uh. Uh, that war, that war of mine, little ones that like nobody wanted to take, uh, came out this week. Should see me seriously swole. Seriously, that's the name of a game. Uh, for the Wii U. I'm not joking. Uh, that Saturday morning RPG game that came out this week was actually, it's actually pretty good. It's decent. Uh, Sorcery Two. I don't remember Sorcery 1 being that great, but... Okay. I know you're waiting for that American Truck Simulator. Yep, that'll be the third. <laughs> Mega Dimension Neptunia 7. Jesus Christ, there's seven of these games? There's five more, actually. Uh, that's the first one, the PS4, I think. I think. Don't quote me on that. Uh... Nitro Plus Blasters Heroines Infinite Duel. That has to be one of these Japanese freaking weird ass games. Uh, actually, yeah. We got a game that you'll like next week. What is that? Tales of Symphonia on Steam. Uh. Do I have Symphonia on PS3? No, I think I have the, all the other ones except Symphonia. It's, uh, it's, it's the PS3 port, so there you go. Yeah, 
Crits of the Necrodance also comes to PS4, which I suggest you people buy. Sorcery 1 comes to the PC. So, I guess that never came to the PC before. Alright, whatever. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Xseed Games. So, yeah, it's one of those. They used to make Vita games. Yeah, uh, I know Xseed well. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go, people. Uh, there are your games for um, coming out next week. And speaking of next week, we'll be back around somewhere sometime next week. Uh, until then, everybody, enjoy your games and see you later. Later.